everybody. It's Wayne with Mark and Sierra and Areed, and we are so excited that you've come to watch the Eat Community Podcast. We know you're going to enjoy it. We actually did it live originally on our Eat Community webinar series, which we also invite you to come to, but you will love this podcast that you're going to be listening to right now. So I guess we'll just jump right in. Um, hey, everybody, Sierra here with Eat Community. Thanks for being on today. Um, we have Mark and Reed in the background somewhere doing all the important tech stuff. Um, I'm sure we'll be asking some questions along the way also. So today we're going to be interviewing Jared from Wiser Water. Uh, that's him up there. And he'll be telling us a little bit about his journey and where it originated and where he plans to take it. So I know for myself, I am someone who always has either like a reusable cup or a water bottle on the go. Um, but in the event where I can't find a place to fill that up and I have to resort back to the single use traditional prepackaged water, I always feel like a sense of guilt. So I, I'm really impressed by the biodegradable bottles and what you're doing with those. And audience, if you can hear me and if you also feel guilty for using single use plastics, drop some ones in the box so we know that you're paying attention. You can. Uh, listen and hear us. So I'll just let Jared go ahead and introduce yourself and introduce uh, what you're doing with Wiser Water. Sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me too. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, so like Sierra said, my name is Jared. Um, I started Wiser Water a few years ago with uh, some of my friends um, in college at the time. And uh, basically, um, we wanted to start a company that was focused on developing sustainable alternatives to single-use plastic products. And we also wanted to build a community of environmentally conscious individuals and organizations um, and create a space where you know people could discuss um, innovations in uh, the sustainability area. Um, and so we started uh, with growing our social media um, and you know that community but we also worked to develop a product um, and our first product is the wiser bottle um, and so basically what makes our bottle better than um, current options is that it breaks down in seven eight years under landfill conditions um, compared to the 400 to 500 years, it takes traditional PET plastic bottles. So uh, this is an issue because, um, you know, the recycling efforts have not been great. Um, in recent times, a majority of plastic that's recycled, um, you know, doesn't end up getting recycled. It either ends up in landfills or rivers and oceans. So uh, our bottles are um, a more sustainable alternative um, and break down much faster without any um, hazardous toxins being released. Um, and yeah, and you know we're hoping to start here in the U.S. and get our products on shelves. Our main goal is to replace current bottles um, and. You know, basically, uh, it's tough going up against these, um, you know, giant corporations like Nestle and Coca-Cola. Um, and, you know, um, a lot of people have been trying to get them to change their ways for a long time uh, through petitions, 
um, and you know uh, regulation as well. But um, from my point of view, I don't really think that's worked so far. So our mission is to hit them, you know, where it hurts and um, start, you know, taking away from their sales and get them to realize um, that they need to make this change if they want to keep their customers. Um, so, you know, we're, we're putting the power to the consumers um, to be able to demand this change uh, by choosing wiser. Um, and yeah, that's, that's our, that's where we're at so far. Very cool. Where are you guys based out of? Um, so we're currently in the Boston area. Uh, we're actually looking to make a move to, uh, the Texas area, um, Dallas and Austin to start. Um, so we're going to be, um, hopefully towards the end of this year, uh, we will, um, be in stores in Austin and Dallas. Very cool. And you had mentioned that you were in college when you started this. Have you since graduated? Um, I actually, so I actually dropped out of college. Um, I went to Bentley University. Um, I dropped out my senior year to pursue this full time. Um, things didn't work out, you know, as I planned or, um, you know, starting a business is difficult and, you know, takes a lot of time and effort. Um, and I, I had student loans too. So I ended up getting a full-time job uh, working at a startup, um, which actually worked out perfectly because I was able to gain skills from the startup that I could apply to Wiser Water and make it better. Um, and yeah, since then I've, you know, uh, moved to a larger company called um, American Tower and I work there as an accountant um, while also working on Wiser Water um, we have volunteers, uh, virtual volunteers from um, across the U.S. that help with uh, social media and marketing and um, also sales as well. And, yeah, we're, um, you know, always looking to bring on new ambassadors um, and people to help us grow the brand. So how large would you say that your Wiser Water team is? I mean, it seems like you guys have done a lot in a small amount of time, so it there must be a lot of you. <laughs> no, actually, uh, well, so we we had a lot of volunteers um, early on, and um, now we kind of we have about like five to ten people um, that are you know consistently contributing, um, and you know we're we're always looking to grow our team, especially uh, once we get on the ground in Austin um, and Dallas. Um, but yeah, right. I mean, we have a great team right now. Um, and yeah, we're, you know, pretty small, uh, startup vibe right now. Um, yeah. yeah. So working full time and doing wiser water full time, I'm sure you stay busy. Are you guys, um, turning a profit on this or breaking even, or what is the business standpoint on it all right now? Um, unfortunately not yet. Um, yeah. but that was expected, um, our bottle, like the bottles are, you know, more expensive right now with the volume we're currently at than, you know, than we can compete with the larger players. Um, but at some point, if we can raise our volume, then, you know, we can um, match the, the cost of these larger companies. So that's what we're moving towards. Pretty cool. Are you guys financing this personally through your day jobs? 
Yep. That's yeah. So I've been uh, personally, <laughs> which, um, which hasn't been great so far, but um, it is what it is when you start a business and, you know, we're hoping that, um, you know, at some point down the line, things start to uh, take off from a revenue standpoint. But um, right now we're mainly focused on the mission and um, bringing this product to market. Yeah, so um, tell us about, so was the first product that you guys marketed the bottle? <clears throat> yep, yep, so um, we we have the bottle and we also have um, apparel on our site as you can see on the screen. Um, we also uh, developed a sustainable marketplace for um, other products that um, replace or reduce the need for single-use plastic, um, so we have reusable like cutlery sets, uh, glass, metal straws, um, stuff of that nature um, to, you know, cut down the need for single-use plastic products. Very cool. So um, tell me about the Wiser water bottle. Like what is different about it? How did you guys develop it to make it biodegradable, to break down a lot faster than the traditional bottles? Like talk a little bit about the science behind it. Sure. Yeah. So um, actually, um, these bottles are still made of PET, which we're trying to move away from, um, but they include an additive that acts as a catalyst um, under the landfill conditions and in a landfill environment. Um, and uh, it uh, basically attracts uh, microbes in uh, landfill environments um, and uh, this, our bottles would become food for the microbes uh, to consume and, you know, turn into, um, well, actually, so a, a lot of uh, landfills have uh, adopted uh, techniques to convert the biogas emitted from um, waste degrading into um, clean energy. So um, actually in California specifically, there are some landfills that um, the uh, garbage trucks that, you know, pick up your trash um, on a regular basis, those are run on the clean energy generated from the waste um, in the landfill. So um, we, we see potential for a different form of renewable energy that, you know, we're trying to help grow. Yeah. Do you guys, so is this your secret ingredient bottle or are there other people out here using the same formula? Do you have competitors? So yeah, we do have competitors. Um, there are uh, not using the, the same, um, you know, form that we are. Uh, there's just water and um, box water um, and a few other paper bottle options out there. Um, from based off the feedback we've heard uh, from people trying those bottles, um, they don't like, uh, you know, the fact that the the paper bottles kind of, um, you know, degrade, uh, like, you know, while you're drinking them, um, or at least that's what I've heard. Um, and I've tried these bottles. Yeah, I mean, the paper straws. Yeah, exactly. Like they kind of dissolve. Um, and so we, we wanted to avoid that while also still providing a sustainable option. So with our bottles, you, you don't lose the properties of a normal uh, plastic bottle, but um, they degrade much, much faster. 
how long did it take you to develop um, these bottles? And then did you guys do it on your own or did you work with local scientists? How did you figure it all out? Sure, great question. Um, so while, while we were in school, um, actually, we collaborated with a group of um, graduate students from UMass Lowell in uh, their polymer engineering department. And uh, they conducted um, a study uh, for their capstone research project, actually, um, to test different materials for us um, and basically figure out uh, which, which uh, you know, materials had the best application for this. And then we used uh, that research and began working with other companies. So currently our bottles, um, the caps are still normal plastic and so are the labels. Um, we're actually working with another label company right now to um, uh, use a different material for the labels. Uh, so we're taking, you know, smaller steps uh, to get there. If we were to, you know, make the whole bottle, um, you know, biodegradable right off the bat, uh, it would be, you know, too expensive and we wouldn't be able to grow the business. So we're trying to take it, we're trying to um, move towards uh, the 100% biodegradable um, gradually. But uh, the bottom bottles themselves are, you know, a significant piece of the, like, water bottles as a whole. So that's where we decided to start. And, um, and yeah, so we work with a few different companies uh, to answer your question. Okay. Um, what about the manufacturing? Is that happening in Boston or is that happening in Texas? Is that why you guys are making the big move? Yep, exactly. So um, basically with our first order trial order, um, we got our water from uh, Florida, uh, the spring of life. And um, that's where the water was from. And uh, it was uh, bottled by another company. And we made the mistake of shipping it here to the Boston area. Um, and there's um, definitely an issue with shipping water because of, you know, the value to weight ratio of the product. Um, so that kind of hurt our margins here on the East Coast. Um, but we do have an opportunity in Texas, which is why we're looking to move there to um, save costs and improve our margins. Okay, cool. I was going to ask about where the water was sourced from because um, it's you know all about the bottle but the water is important too so mm -hmm. it was, are you still going to be sourcing from florida or you will be sourcing from texas then we will be sourcing from texas but um yeah water i mean the bottles are very important to us but the quality of the water is also very important um mm -hmm. so we look for and we use a uh, natural spring water um and we look for a specific ph level um so we, we uh would keep that same standard uh, when moving to Texas, but the water would be from Texas. Okay, very cool. Um, and I want to encourage the audience to ask some questions. Don't be shy, guys. That's the great thing about doing a live presentation. So ask away. Um, what has, Jared, what has changed since you started until now? Like things that you've learned along the way, things that you thought you'd be doing now, and then you just completely took a left turn? Sure. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I would say, I mean, we started uh, like heavily focused on uh, the product and getting the bottle, um, you know, uh, to a finished product. Uh, and we kind of uh, have focused more on uh, growing our, 
you know, social media platforms and growing the community, um, trying to get more people involved, um, bringing on ambassadors to help grow the brand. Um, and I guess something we've learned is that, you know, this is, this is a difficult process to compete with these, um, you know, industry leaders, because uh, yeah. obviously we don't have the resources they have. Um, but, you know, uh, my team and I, we have the drive uh, to, you know, bring this product to market. So that's, um, you know, what we're focused on now. How do you balance your full-time job, the manufacturing and production and the business aspects of Wiser Water, a personal life, all of it? How do you stay on track? Yeah, it, it isn't easy. Um, it has been pretty difficult. Um, but I mean, I'm, you know, my team and I are passionate about what we're doing. So, you know, it's not really considered work um, outside of work, obviously. Um, and um, it's a lot of, you know, time management, um, making time uh, wherever I can, um, constantly, you know, checking on the Instagram, looking at messages from um, followers, customers, and um, yeah, I mean, that's that's basically it. I mean, we just focus on making time and um, getting as much done as possible. Okay. So other than competing with the huge name companies that we all know that are polluting our planet, um, what would you say the next up runner up like biggest challenge in this industry that you're facing is? Sure. Um, well, yeah, back to the shipping piece. Um, so like we, we, we tried to, uh, you know, sell our water online um, and it just wasn't realistic given our current like price point for the bottles and uh, the shipping costs. So we've tried to, um, you know, work around that um, and have a different method of gaining support from our followers on our website for the water specifically, um, as well as, um, you know, using the uh, profits from apparel and the sustainable marketplace to kind of further fund the water and getting it on shelves. I did see some pictures there that Areeb was playing in the background, or Mark, one of you guys, um, where you had some of your bottles out on the shelves and in some coolers. So where are people able to get some of your water, and where do you hope to see uh, your bottles in the future? Sure. Yeah, so we, we actually got into uh, a few stores here on the East Coast. Um, this was pre-pandemic, um, and we were in a lot of um, organic health food stores or vegan uh, shops. So we were in like a vegan smoothie shop um, and a, a few health food stores. Um, obviously, you know, we targeted those types of stores uh, because we felt that, you know, uh, the customers coming in are more environmentally conscious. Um, mm -hmm. So that's where we hope to start. Um, but eventually we want, you know, this water to be everywhere and anywhere um, and accessible to anyone. Um, what's motivating you and all of your team right now, apart from obviously encouraging the sustainable lifestyle? Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I know for me, um, I actually started this company uh, because 
of um, it was inspired by a trip to India. Um, so I went to India um, before my senior year of college uh, for my cousin's wedding, um, which was in Mumbai. And um, I basically, you know, saw uh, how, you know, plastic pollution was devastating communities there. And um, I decided that I was going to use, you know, the skills and education I've been blessed with to try and make a difference. Um, and, you know, I, I know my team feels similarly um, and they really care um, about, you know, preserving this planet for future generations um, and, you know, making sure that, um, you know, we try we can try to avoid um you know the inevitable um with you know plastic pollution kind of taking over the planet um you know there are islands of plastic forming um all around the world um and you know this this issue is only growing um i know a lot of people are switching to reusable bottles um i i do as well you know i i um like prefer a reusable bottle. I don't, uh, I avoid drinking wiser water, actually, probably the only uh, founder to say that. Um, and, you know, I, I feel that um, the bottles are, are necessary sometimes um, in emergency situations, which is, you know, what the purpose of these are for. Um, but, you know, we want people to um, adopt the reusable mindset um and yeah i mean like despite a lot of people moving more towards reusable bottles uh the demand and production for plastic bottles is only growing and it's growing exponentially so you know um there comes a point where someone has to do something about it and um mm -hmm. we're hoping to be those people yeah so i definitely try to reuse my bottles all the time but when i'm backpacking or camping or hiking and there's no place to fill up you have pretty much no other choice than to go back to that you know pre-packaged plastic bottle and i would much rather pick out one of your guys's bottle out of a cooler at a gas station than any of those so that'll be Thank really you. cool when you guys get some growth and start getting into some stores and growing your market a little bit how many bottles do you think that you have sold or do you know <laughs> thanks oh actually um so based on the screen right now this is a picture a few pictures of us um donating water um so basically um during the pandemic it was difficult to pitch to stores and get um into stores obviously um so that's when we started focusing more on growing the community um, and since we've had this opportunity in Texas, we decided to uh, donate um, our, you know, most of our current supply uh, to food shelters in the area to um, help, um, you know, people who can't afford, um, you know, water. Um, and we also uh, donate to charity water on a consistent basis. So that's kind of our mission as well is to use profits um, from this venture to um, you know, give uh, clean drinking water access to the people that need it. That's really great. Thank you.
So Jared, um, if you had 10 times the budget that you're currently working with now, what would you spend it on? What kind of improvements would you do? What kind of growth would you be working towards? Great question. Yeah. Um, so uh, obviously with more capital means that we have more capacity and more volume, um, which, you know, would bring our price point down, um, which is very important. Um, and so I would focus mainly on that as well as, um, you know, the education aspect um, and informing uh, consumers that this product is available and that, you know, them choosing our bottles over current options um, is, you know, helpful and, um, you know, helps our brand grow. Have you always been pretty eco-conscious or was it that trip that really brought it into perspective for you? Um, like what, what kind of got you into it in the beginning? Yeah, no, it was definitely that trip. Um, okay. I mean, I've, I've been, um, you know, environmentally conscious. Um, but before that trip, I didn't really, you know, understand. Um, but, you know, after that and now, um, you know, I try to avoid plastic anywhere I go. Um, and, you know, I'm really trying to live a more sustainable lifestyle and promoting that uh, to others as well. Um, talk a little bit about some of your other products, like your apparel and Mark, if you maybe could go to the website or Mark Garib and show us um, some of their products. And Jared, you could talk about them. Sure. Um, so I yes. saw that you guys have some, some shirts and stuff. Who does all the designs for that? Um, so I've actually done the designs for the apparel. Um, and we are, uh, and uh, the materials we use are sustainable. Um, the we, we are trying to move more towards um, like recycled plastic for our uh, apparel material. Um, obviously, you know, we're working on building demand for those before we invest in all that inventory. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, you know, these products are to help, um, you know, spread the brand and, um, you know, uh, let people know what we're trying to do. And you know, we're, we're trying to, we want our turtle to act as, you know, a symbol of hope that, um, you know, we can reverse this, this pattern. How did you come up with the name and then your infamous turtle design? Yeah. Um, so, uh, my, my friends and I, who I started this with, um, we came up with the name, um, and, you know, it, it, I feel like it kind of explains itself. Um, yeah. you know, choosing choosing our bottles is a wiser choice um, because you know you're thinking about future generations. You're thinking about um, you know deep into the future, um, and and the turtle. Um, so we wanted to um, you know pick a, a symbol um, that um, you know was was uh, like well represented, I guess, in the media. Um, and we had, uh, you know, seen, uh, many like videos of turtles with straws in their nose or, uh, stuck in, um, like plastic bags, um, go viral. So we decided to incorporate that, um, into our brands and, um, that's where we got the turtle. Um, and if, um, 
I'm not sure if you noticed, but within the turtle um, is a symbol called uh, the flower of life, which is an ancient symbol that um, basically means, you know, uh, that Nate, we are all connected with nature and uh, that, you know, we need to respect nature and the environment. Very original. I like that. Thanks. So the group of friends that you started this with, is everybody still involved? I know from my personal experience, sometimes merging friendships with a professional environment can get a little sticky. So mm -hmm. is everything going good? Is everyone still in? How is that going? Um, unfortunately not. Uh, it's just me right now from that original group. Um, a lot of people like started their full-time jobs and, you know, they had to focus on that, um, which, mm -hmm. you know, I understood completely. Um, and, um, you know, a couple of them are, I mean, they're still friends, um, and I, you know, talk to them for advice, um, and they act as like advisors, but, um, you know, the volunteer, uh, the volunteers we've brought on, um, they've kind of, you know, taken over in terms of like the operations, um, and stuff like that. Good. Well, good for you for staying dedicated. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you were talking about building a community to kind of encourage sustainable lifestyles and stuff like that. So is that your Instagram or are you doing that in other ways as well? Yeah. So, um, I mean, our main focus right now is our Instagram platform since that's where we have the most followers. Um, but yeah. we also, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn. So, um, you know, we, we decided that we wanted to, um, you know, uh, adopt a lot of technology um, when, you know, pursuing this venture. So, um, you know, we, we we like to think that we're uh, pretty tech savvy compared to uh, the other um, bottled water companies. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's our main focus. And we, you know, want to use technology to our advantage um, and to, you know, help save the planet. Talk a little bit about your growth on that platform. Um, do you have all organic followers? Do you guys? Yeah. yeah. So, um, um, yeah. So we're at uh, a little over 11,000 followers now. Um, and we've been pretty pleasantly surprised um, with, you know, the organic growth. Um, we've, we've done some paid ads, um, not really successfully, honestly, in the past. Um, so now, you know, we just focus on uh, producing quality content that our followers will enjoy and engage with. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, we have a, a solid community um, of people who, you know, like to discuss different topics in the comments and, you know, provide their perspective on things. Do you guys have like a schedule or are you just pretty spur of the moment sporadic with your posts? So yeah, great question. So I, um, when I post, it's kind of, you know, spur of the moment um, if I see something interesting, but uh, my team of volunteers, they have a process um, for kind of the more custom posts uh, with our logo built into it. Um, and those are scheduled in advance. Okay. I've just recently, out of my own interest, been, you know, researching and learning a little bit about how social media influencers and people like you who are growing communities to encourage, you know, sustainable lifestyles, how that growth works. And I've 
heard a lot about people doing it on a schedule and certain times of the day, and that really yep. makes a difference. Have you seen improvement with using those methods? For sure, yeah. I mean, we're always learning, um, and the timing that the timing thing you brought up, uh, timing of the posts, is very important um, and something we have to keep in mind. So I'm constantly looking at our insights um, on Instagram and seeing, you know, where our followers are from, as well as uh, the most active times our followers are online, um, and we try to cater towards that and. Uh, post when you know most of our followers are active so is that like a data analytics that instagram provides you with yep yep so that's um insights uh on instagram that kind of show us you know um our follower growth uh where our followers are from um you know it, it's as specific as certain cities um then you can check like you know uh country wise uh where our followers are from um, you know, it also shows uh, interactions with their posts um, and, you know, how many uh, the different like, you know, stories versus posts versus reels or IGTV videos. So, um, so yeah, uh, Instagram provides great tools for kind of analyzing that data and helping us to improve, um, you know, our posts. Okay. I am not a huge social media person, but I'm trying to learn, and it is a platform that I use a lot to reach out to people like you um, to learn about what they're doing. So I'm really interested to hear about how all of it works. So is it set up as like a business page, or what is it? How do you access all of that? Yep. Yeah. So uh, we are a professional um, account. Um, and so, yeah, so like the insights are only for professional accounts or business accounts. Um, which is why we decided to switch to that. Um, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, um, you know, the, we're hoping the tools uh, get better um, with Instagram and, you know, their um, uh, different um, indicators uh, that we can work with. Um, but, you know, we, we're working with what we have right now, so. Pretty interesting. <clears throat> So do you think your mission has influenced people around you in your small circles, such as like friends and immediate family to kind of open their eyes and realize that there's actually a problem? Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely do. And I think, um, you know, even our followers too, um, you know, I, I mean, we started this like, um, even if we could just change one person's mind and um, make them think twice about, you know, picking up uh, or, you know, getting a, a plastic, uh, you know, fork or spoon next time they go out to eat um, or, you know, skipping the straw. Um, so, you know, that's, that's, you know, our main mission too, is to like educate people and get them to really think before, um, you know, they use single use plastic products. Okay. I know for myself, so I'm in the environmental remediation field for pretty much a full-time job and although I love the work that I do sometimes it can be so overwhelming feeling like I'm doing so much but there's still so much that I'm not doing you know that I'm not helping that I'm not changing that I'm not fixing how do you stop from feeling overwhelmed yeah I mean you know that's uh that's definitely um something I think about too um because 
fortunately in this day and age, like it's near impossible to avoid, avoid all plastic. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's everywhere and people, um, you know, stores are just handing it out. Um, so, so taking that into account and, you know, realizing that, you know, not everyone can be perfect. Um, and you just have to, you know, make an effort to do the best you can with what you have. Um, but, you know, um, identifying it and realizing that you need to make the switch is the first, you know, is the first and most difficult part. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what keeps me going. Um, and yeah. I think I will take some of that advice and apply it to my own career. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Um, so this could be on either like a personal level, a professional level, a sustainability level. Like who would you name as the three people that would you would say like are the biggest influencers for you and what have they done to influence you? Sure. Um, three. Yeah, I, I would say, um, I mean, my my parents um, have been, you know, very supportive in this venture um, and they have, you know, um, supported me in trying to make this work uh, for the past few years. Um, so I'd say, you know, they are I, I also look up to them. Um, but um, in terms of, you know, um, other uh, founders or um, like influencers, I'd say Elon Musk is a big one, uh, mainly because, um, you know, he disrupted a whole market, uh, the EV market. Um, and, you know, he's even said that he started it um, expecting to fail. Um, and, you know, I'm kind of in a similar situation uh, going up against, you know, these giants. Um, and that's that kind of keeps me motivated to, you know, keep working um, towards, you know, growing the brand. And even if it does fail, um, you know, I can at least say that I did my best to, you know, try and uh, enact change. Yeah. Um, what are some of the best resources that have helped you along the way or any tools that you think that you couldn't have made it this far without? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I've had um, some mentors and some advisors in the past who, you know, have given me great advice um, when starting a business. Um, and uh, in terms, yeah, like technology is, you know, very important. Instagram has been helpful in allowing us to create this community. So, um, you know, just being able to, and then there's also, um, the other people in our community who are, um, you know, working hard, like in the video right now, uh, these people working to clean the beach. Um, so um, that kind of uh, motivates us to, you know, keep moving forward, keep uh, informing people about what's going on and what they can do to help. Yeah, so I'm looking at that video. It looks pretty cool. Are those people that you guys have partnered with? No, they aren't. Um, obviously, we're trying to partner more with, you know, people and organizations like this. Um, we were partnered with a, a nonprofit called Seaside Sustainability, um, and uh, they work to uh, clean oceans and beaches. Um, so we are, 
working towards partnering with organizations like this more in the future to help um, like fund these uh, projects to help clean the ocean. Um, there are also like much larger accounts than ours that um, are doing things that we would love to do. Um, and a good example is like Four Ocean. Um, so they uh, work to take uh, plastic out of the ocean and they use that plastic to uh, create products. Uh, and they also donate, um, you know, profits towards uh, research for marine life. Um, so, so yeah, that's, you know, kind of what we're trying to move towards in the future. But right now we're, you know, focused on um, building our brand off uh, our first product, which is the Wiser Bottle. Awesome. <clears throat> so this could be either related to Wiser Water or just anything, you know, personal or professional, maybe even related to your other full-time job. Um, what did, What's one of your biggest failures and what have you learned and how have you recovered from that? Sure. Um, I'd say the biggest failure was, um, was yeah, like, like I mentioned earlier, the, the um, decision to ship the okay. first product um, to the East Coast. Um, and that was kind of an eye opener um, and, you know, made us realize that we, at least to start, need to move to where the water is, um, you know, are the products being made. Um, so, so yeah, that's that's kind of the main one um, so okay. far. Sure, so there will be more. Your water will be sourced from Texas. So, what about who manufactures your bottles? Are you able to move that wherever you need to? Yeah. So uh, the main thing is the additive. Um, and you know we're hoping to partner with uh, different springs uh, across the country if we do scale up in the future. Um, and so yeah, we have the ability to um, do this all over the country. Um, but but right now we're we're focused on what makes the most sense, which is Texas. So. So do you think you'll be essentially distributing in that area to start? Yep. Exactly. Very cool. Um, how would your parents describe what you do for a living on this aspect of your career? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess, you know, they uh, would refer to me as um, an uh, eco-warrior or um, cool. an influencer for, um, you know, environmentally conscious people. Um, and yeah. Yes. Yeah. And how would you describe it when people are like, what do you do? Because I know when people ask me that, I'm like, oh, my God, where do I start? What do I tell you? How much time do you have? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. what is your like short and small go to when people are like, hey, Jared, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I basically say the same thing, uh, you know, that I'm uh, we, we like to call it a wiser warrior. Um, and you know, that I'm fighting to, um, you know, get rid of single use plastic and reduce, uh, society's, um, need for single use plastic. What kind of other things do you do to reduce your use of single use plastics outside of the water bottles? Sure. Um, so, uh, personally, um, 
Well, like I, I also learn a lot from, you know, the different things we're posting. Um, there's a lot of like useful information, tips from um, other people um, and other accounts. Um, so I guess uh, a most recent example that I guess would be nice to share um, is, you know, uh, take out food from, um, you know, your favorite restaurant, for example. Um, a lot of, you know, uh, businesses, especially small businesses, haven't really, um, you know, adopted um, more sustainable takeout uh, materials. So they're still, you know, giving food out in plastic and styrofoam. Um, so one of the ideas I came across um, with from a post was, uh, you know, bring calling uh, your favorite restaurant ahead of time and um, asking them if you can bring in your own reusable uh, container uh, to yeah. put the food in. Um, and, you know, that's a uh, pretty easy way to, you know, save on, um, you know, single-use plastic whenever you want to take out grab takeout from your favorite restaurant or um, even if you're going out and also like the the reusable uh, bamboo like cutlery set that we have on our website that kind of reduces your need uh, for straws or um, you know plastic cutlery when you are eating out um, so yeah so do you do you get pretty good feedback from the restaurants when you ask if you can bring in your own things um, well, yeah, pre-pandemic, yeah. obviously, and then how has COVID kind of changed their response to that question? Sure. Um, so this was actually um, a fairly new idea to me. Um, and uh, I would say they've been pretty supportive of it. Um, most restaurants I call and ask, they, you know, are completely willing to, but obviously some are um, concerned with that due to, you know, COVID and germs um, and stuff like that. So uh, I feel like it'll get better as, you know, things start to open up and um, people are less um, concerned with that sort of stuff. That's a really outside of the box idea. Haha. Ha. But um, <laughs> so everybody, you know, always thinks about the bottles and the reusable bags, but it's things like that. And it takes a community of people coming up with ideas like that for everybody to just be able to come together and really make a difference. So that's really cool. Hey, Mark, exactly. can you guys go back to that picture of the tree? I want to know what was going on with the tree on the Instagram page. Yeah, what is that, Jared? What is going on here? Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, so we, like, uh, also, you know, we try to cater to what our followers enjoy. Um, and, you know, since we're all about preserving the environment and nature, um, we like to post a lot of things about wildlife um, and marine animals. So these are, this is just a video of like a bunch of caterpillars um, reacting to someone like yelling or something like that. Um, <laughs> oh, but like, cool. but we have a lot of uh, similar posts like that. And we also like to highlight, um, you know, positive interactions between humans and animals and kind of, um, reinforce the idea that, you know, we need to start caring and being respectful to the other animals on this planet. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, for me, I mean, I've always, even as a child, I've always been like heavily active outdoors, like always been mesmerized by the planet, the ecosystems, the beauty of it all. And for me, that's my motivation to, you know, be 
have a small carbon footprint and leave no trace as much as I can. So I think that that's really cool because the more people that we can convince, like, look how cool our planet is and all these things that it's doing, we need to preserve it. And this is steps that we can take. So I like your approach of influence there. For sure. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, um, so like we, we tried to uh, pull in followers for things like uh, like these, like these videos um, with the interactions with animals and also, you know, provide them with additional information about like innovations and in sustainability, um, as well as, you know, providing um, like like posts like these um, with our brand to kind of, um, you know, get them to see the turtle and, um, you know, have that in their mind so that, you know, when we're in a store uh, that they shop at and they see the turtle, um, you know, they instantly know uh, it's wiser water and they know, you know, what we stand for um, and what we're trying to do. Awesome. Um, if you had one tip that you could narrow it down to, these are going to be some fun questions since we're getting down to the end of time. Um, what would be your one tip to make the world a better place? One tip. Um, I would say, um, you know, educating yourself is a big thing. Um, and not just like educating yourself on anything and everything, but things that pertain to your daily life and lifestyle. Um, and, uh, you know, working towards that um, you know, zero sustainability, I mean, uh, zero waste uh, mindset um, and, you know, focusing on um, avoiding plastic wherever you can. Uh, but I'd say education, you know, is the big part um, and, you know, staying informed on how you can make a difference, uh, no matter, you know, how small of a difference it is, um, you know, uh, it's, it's, if it's, you know, a small, um, you know, you're one of billions on the planet. So you're small. Um, if we can get everyone to, you know, have a small impact, uh, you know, that adds up and, uh, you know, keeping that in mind is very important. So this is something that I'm constantly racking my own brain about. And with you being so close in the industry itself, I think it'd be an interesting question, probably not an easy one to answer, but I'm always wondering, like, if I could determine the root of the problem, what is it? Do you, what do you think it is? Is it just laziness? People don't care. People don't know. A combination of the both, like a, both things. What do you think the root of the yeah, problem? I mean, the money, you know, the money. Yeah, the root of the problem is greed of these large corporations, unfortunately. And I mean, it's it's not really the fault of consumers um you know if plastic's being shoved down your throat like you can't really um you know you can't really do anything about that so i'd say it's mainly the issue with um you know these large corporations that um you know have chosen profit over planet and you know they're focused on um you know improving their profits and don't care you know how it affects affects the environment yeah sadly unfortunately yeah yeah okay fun question if in 150 years science fails us all and there was one book that you could leave behind about yourself and your journey what would the title be and what would the blurb describing the book say 
Um, that's a good question. Uh, I'd say, I'd say the title, yeah, the title would be Wiser Warrior. Um, and it would be, you know, transitioning the world to better plastic, which is our slogan. Um, but yeah, I mean, the book would be about, um, you know, what, what we are trying to do and, um, how we're trying to disrupt the bottled water industry and, um, give consumers, uh, the option of a more sustainable product because nowadays, um, you know, that's not as, um, you know, apparent or convenient for people. Once competitors like you and the others that you had already mentioned start growing, it'll be interesting to see how the big companies react. Um, and if, you know, like Coke and Pepsi, even there, yeah, water's a problem, but I mean, there's even so many other packaged drinks as well. Yeah, so, no, for it'd be sure. It's cool to see what happens, you know, 15, 20 years down the road to see if they're still doing the same old things or if they're adapting to compete with the guys that are doing the right thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so we we honestly don't really consider like just water, box water competition, really. Um, yeah. You know, we want them to do well, and them doing well also helps us because people buying their products are buying it for a reason. Um, you know, they're thinking about, um, you know, the waste aspect before they make the purchase. Um, so, you know, their growth is meaning their growth means that there are more and more people thinking like that and more and more people are becoming environmentally conscious, um, which is great for us. And yeah, I, I mean, we would love it if, uh, you know, these large corporations made the switch. That's why we're doing this in the first place yeah, absolutely. Really to make money. It's to, you know, force their hand and, you know, make them, um, you know, create a need for them to make the switch. And I hope, yeah, I hope that does happen. Same um, so how old are you, Jared? I didn't ask. Yeah, I'm uh, 24 right now pretty cool um if you could go back and tell your 18 year old self something to i guess inspire who you are now or even help yourself on a journey what would that be um just to start sooner um and okay. get the ball rolling earlier um i mean in the past few years like we've had um you know great progress um but I, you know, always think about where we would be now if I had just started earlier. Um, so, so yeah, that would be, you know, the advice I'd give myself. Okay. Have you met a lot of people along the way that you became friends with, with similar mindsets? Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of our followers, like, will reach out constantly thanking us for what we're doing and the information we're sharing. So that's always, uh, you know, reassuring. Um, and, you know, hearing their stories and uh, perspective on things is always really nice. Do you, um, what, well, does Wiser Water ever do any podcasts or do you find yourself doing frequent interviews like this? Um, no, I mean, we're trying to move more towards uh, stuff like that. And we want to um, work with vlogs more um, and get our team on camera, um, showing people, you know, uh, basically like, uh, I mean, it's not easy to, you know, live a zero waste freestyle, uh, lifestyle, but it is yeah. possible. So, 
um, you know, just just showing them through uh, example is something we're trying to improve on in the future. Yeah, and like you said, it's not easy, but it doesn't have to happen overnight, too. I think that's yeah. something that's misleading. Everybody's always like, oh, my gosh, living a zero waste free lifestyle. I can't imagine, you know, but it's learned after through time. It's not something that you just wake up one day and you're like, I'm not going to generate any trash for an entire year. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a gradual process for sure. Um, and it's definitely an adjustment at first. Um, but uh, and I'm, you know, I'm still not perfect either. Uh, I don't think anyone is, but no. um, I have, you know, made efforts to improve everywhere I can. Um, and, you know, getting more people to realize that is, you know, how we really have the most impact. Yeah, well, I'm happy that we can share your experience with our community here at the e-community. And um, guys, if you're watching this, give Jared a follow on Instagram. He's doing some really cool stuff. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. This has been uh, this has been great. Yeah, so we have a few more minutes here. I'll just ask a few more questions and then um, give you a chance to wrap up and kind of give anything that you want to say at the end to our audience. So um, what is something that you think people misunderstand about you or your journey? Sure. Um, Well, I guess, uh, you know, since our uh, bottles are still made out of uh, PET, um, you know, there's some some things about it that people don't understand. uh, And that might be my fault uh, for, you know, not explaining it as clearly, um, which we're also hoping to improve on. but, um, you know, I've, I've done the research, I've looked into, you know, different materials and what we're working with now is uh, the best option currently, um, in my opinion, uh, without, you know, the loss of uh, the properties for the bottles and, um, you know, the, the consumer experience. So, um, so, yeah, that's what really what we're, you know, trying to uh, highlight and, uh, you know, work towards. Um, do you think long term you'll be doing more research about the renewable energy coming from the landfills or is that kind of not in your area expertise? No. Yeah, no, we, we definitely plan to do more research and, um, you know, uh, inform and educate our community more about, um, you know, that aspect of uh, what we're trying to do. Um, Mark and Reeve, do you guys have anything that you want to add or ask before we wrap up? Um, shocked that we didn't have any questions today. So time's almost up, guys. If you want to ask a question, drop it in the box. Yeah, I will just say that um, I thoroughly enjoyed this whole one hour, and I am quite impressed by him. <laughs> He's at a such a young age and with such wisdom. It's just like great to see. Uh, one thing I want to ask you, like I think I've been asked this question a lot of times and I will ask you too, because you are a, an entrepreneur and you will be successful. But where do you see yourself like in 10 years and where do you see Wiser Water Day like in 10 years? What do you what do you think in your head? Thanks, Reeb. Uh, that means a lot, those comments. Um, and in 10 years, um, you know, I'm hoping that uh, Wiser Water is competing with these larger companies um, and that we are accessible to um, more and more people um, and allowing, uh, you know, 
consumers the choice uh, between our product and you know um, you know traditional bottles. Perfect. And a follow up on that: Have you considered funding, loans, or funding for this project? or this uh, basically for your company in the near future? Because right now I, I know that what you're trying to do, but if you want to go long-term, you obviously need funding or you need people to support you. So what have you have, a, you have a plan for that or what do you think about that? Yeah, of course. Um, so, so right now we're focused on more of like the proof of concept, um, but once we do have that, um, then we would be looking for funding to scale our operation and you know bring our costs down on a much larger scale. Um, but at this point, um, I haven't been you know looking uh, too seriously because we're still trying to iron out um, you know our base. Um, but definitely in the future, uh, it would be a consideration. Awesome, awesome. I think that answers my question. Thank you. Yeah, and I'd like to add that um, yeah, what you're doing is really awesome, and I hope we can convince more people into uh, using eco-friendly products um, like the ones we have. So hopefully we can persuade and convince others, uh, like big, bigger companies, to switch to your product. Awesome, thank you. Yeah, me too. Yeah, one more yeah, thing, like I always, I always say this, like. Tell us how can we support you? How Eat can support you and in your endeavor? How we can support sure. you with this? Yeah, um, I mean, uh, obviously, the more people that know about the brand um, and what we're trying to do, um, you know, even we don't like ask um, or like we don't need people to buy products or I mean, it, it's nice, obviously, um, but you know, even just liking or commenting on our posts. Um, helps share the information. Um, so, you know, getting uh, more people to know about the brand and uh, support us through likes and comments or, you know, sharing um, the information we provide that, um, you know, is all we really ask for and um, is very helpful in growing our brand. Jared, maybe we could connect a little bit more after this too. Um, this doesn't have to be the end of the relationship with the e-community and uh, you and I even. So I did see that you had a blog and we have various blogs with a whole bunch of different sustainable mindset websites, I will say. So there's even an option there for us to maybe exchange some content. We would love to have an article from you and talk about Wiser Water on some of our other sites as well. And we can help kind of promote your brand by doing that. Um, if you would be interested. So I really thank you for coming on today. Everything that you're doing is super inspirational and so young and balancing a lot. So um, I'll just let you kind of give any encouraging departing words and uh, do a conclusion and then we'll just wrap it up and call today. Sounds good. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. And, um, you know, Thank you for, uh, you know, having me on here um, and allowing me to uh, talk about the journey so far. Um, and yeah, I appreciate, uh, you know, your time and uh, your questions. Uh, and I'm looking forward to working with you in the future. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. And uh, Mark and Arib, you guys can take us out. Thanks, Sierra. Thanks, uh, Mark and Arib. Bye. Bye.
Hey, everybody. I bet you enjoyed that immensely. That was one of our most amazing presentations here at the EAT community. Please look forward to our next podcast in the very near future, and we look forward to seeing you again on the EAT community podcast.